This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Welcome, everyone, to Radio Techers. What is going on, everybody? Welcome once again. We're back. We're going to cover Liverpool and Manchester United once again. Mags, what do you have to say? Um, let's all be friends at the end of this. <laughs> I think we can make that work. I think we can make that work. Let's go ahead and uh, get the show on the road. Welcome, everybody, back to yet another episode of Radio Techers. Uh, I am Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman, and here with me, my good friend and co-host, the one and only hardest working man in all of podcasting, Mags. Mags, how are you doing today? I'm doing really, really good. I want to see you cry and destroy the room, and uh, this is the last episode of Techers we will ever do. Well, I, I certainly um, hope that that's not the case. I hope we have many, many more episodes of Radio Techers. Um, so uh, last time around, last week, we did Manchester United versus Liverpool. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I wore I, I wore this. this my, 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 uh, Bad luck, child. My, my, my Mo Salah jersey. Of course he did not score. Um, but, you know, life goes on. <laughs> um... Yeah, did he score against Burnley as well? Who? Salah? No. No, yeah. he, oh, no I, I, I don't think he, didn't he did. Score. No, no, no. Uh, Mags obviously is alluding to Burnley versus Liverpool, which is basically the, the, how we got here. This is why we're here. Mags, <laughs> Mags won the war. Mags won the Radio Techers derby. He had all the leverage. And now we're watching Manchester United versus Liverpool. I didn't want to do it, but Mags, Mags wanted to do it. So you know what? I, I will I will gladly concede. Mags is the better man here. We're going to talk about Liverpool versus Manchester United, and we're going to talk about a lot more stuff here because you you were on shooting the sports dish last night. You're talking up UFC. I want to talk cool. some UFC with you here because that's that's yeah. like changing fun. the subject works. Because changing the subject works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about Liverpool versus Manchester United. It's about to kick off. Um, yeah. 
Manchester United starting eleven. You've got Henderson in goal, Juan Bissaka, Lindelof, Maguire, and Shaw on the back. McTominay and Pogba uh, in the midfield along with uh, Greenwood, Van de Beek, Rashford, and Cavani leading the front line, it seems. Uh, Liverpool starting 11. You've got Alisson in goal, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Reese Williams. Reese Williams coming back, as he should have been there the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Fabinho and Robertson round out the defense. In midfield, you've got Thiago, uh, Van Aldem, and Milner, as well as Jones, possibly, maybe. Jones might be playing on the wing with Salah and Firmino up front. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, two, what, rel- two relatively strong teams as well. So both are really kind of uh, uh, putting a lot of emphasis on this game, uh, which is weird considering they're both pretty much in the title hunt. Uh, I know Liverpool's uh, results haven't gone the way of the last four or five games, but yeah. the injuries and some of the results have kind of like really benefited them. So they're still well within that chasing pack. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting to see both of them taking uh, the FA Cup uh, seriously. I mean, maybe it's uh, one of their only chances for one of the two teams to get a trophy this year. Possibly, uh, possibly. We we will we will see. It, it's honestly, uh, as as a as a Liverpool fan, it's it's honestly a miracle that we're even still in the top four at this point. We have gone uh, through a horrific, horrific run of form. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it, I don't know, man. I just don't know. It's it's it's. <laughs> Losing Van Dyke has easily caused the domino effect to occur. <laughs> yeah. Um I want I want to get a very a, delayed effect well as well. A very delayed effect. Mhm. Mhm. Because when you take uh when you take Van Dyke out of the equation, you obviously have to fix it somehow. He brings <laughs> Klopp brings Fabinho to the to to center back. That's all well and good, but then you're changing, you're chopping and changing the look of the midfield, and Fabinho and Henderson are a big part of that midfield, right? You only leave one or none of them in that midfield, and you've got a whole different team. You've got a whole different style of approach, and it does not bring you the same results. The The front line does not get properly fed uh, the way that it should. Um, it's it's the consistency as well. It is the consistency. Uh, and we're seeing that in the front line. But, uh, because they're not playing with the same people week in, week out, uh, then they are really kind of off form. Yep, yep. Well, and you brought this up too. Uh, I'm, I'm going to actually pull up a stat. 27 shots to six is what we had for Liverpool versus Burnley. You guys were able to squeak out the penalty uh, at the very end and uh, end Liverpool's uh, nearly four-year undefeated streak at home. Uh, Um, 48 years since Burnley. Yeah, I think it's 48 years since Burnley won at Anfield as well. Hey, there you go. Just a demolishing record. (laughs) <laughs> and just me just me definitely just not for you <laughs> um, uh, for those of us joining uh, for those of you out there joining thank you to whoever you are wherever you are for tuning into Radio Techers we're going to we're going to kick off and give you guys uh, our thoughts and predictions here in a moment please this show is just as much your show as it is our show so please mm-hmm. if you're out there 
type in the way some comments let us know you're out there we want to hear from you and we want to know what your thoughts are your predictions are for this game again whoever you are wherever you are we thank you for joining us yeah we've absolutely loved the support as well over the over these uh, watch songs it's really kind of uh the support we've had has been absolutely amazing mind-blowing really so thank you thank you truly from the bottom of our hearts um mags uh predictions uh, scoreline or otherwise for this game. Uh, we talked last week about the rivalry, the immense rivalry between United and Liverpool. United do have the home field advantage, as they say. Um, you know, no fans though, so we'll see how that works. Yeah, um, looking at the lineups, um, I, I, I just feel that Liverpool are going to take this. Uh, they've uh, had a poor run of forms and. I, I think that they'll look at this FA Cup tie as a, a chance to really kind of kickstart the season uh, after uh, like this, they've fallen into the doldrums a little bit. So, yeah, I think we'll see a, a Liverpool uh, resurgence. Maybe 2-0. I'll go 2-0. 2-0 to Liverpool. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Looking at this lineup here, I really don't know what. Um, no, I don't, I'm not going to question Klopp. I mean, because Klopp is going to know far more about this team than I do, allegedly. Um, but um, if Liverpool win, it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think. I think we're going to be looking at maybe a one-nil or a two-one win for Liverpool. I, I could easily see United busting this open at being at Old Trafford. You know, uh, knowing that they stifled Liverpool around. I mean, you could, if it goes United's way, it could easily be three nil United. Um, mm. Yeah, but, but if if we're if we're taking the last game into uh, in, in into the equation, Liverpool had the they dominated for long stretches of the game. They had uh, uh, the the more uh, fluid attack. It was just the the final ball and the final shot. Mm-hmm. If they can really kind of like tweak that. Uh, and come with the same kind of mindset, it could easily be a, a cricket score of a, of a, a result. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, so Liverpool's recent problem has not been defense. It's not, uh, which is surprising. It's it's the attack. the The attack mm-hmm. it relies upon the defense and the dis- and the distribution, but um, there's no goals. There's no goals coming, um, and it is is going to be very difficult for them to find out how to resolve that. Maybe Curtis Jones being up there alongside Salah and Firmino does something. I don't know. Um, Klopp tried to reshuffle the midweek against Burnley, uh, throwing in uh, Origi, uh, Shakiri. Didn't work. It didn't work. Um, so. Yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as confident this week as I was last week, and you could, you can probably tell that. Okay. I can, I can, <laughs> I can see the beads of sweat rolling down your cheek. <laughs> oh man, but we, we will see. That's why they play the game, is that right, Max? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, who would have thought Burnley would have been able to stick one on on Liverpool? Absolutely nobody, and, and that happened. Well, let's let's talk about that. You know, as, as we're uh, min- just minutes away from kickoff between Liverpool and Manchester United, um, so so Burnley won, Liverpool nil. You obviously being a big Burnley man yourself, 
what did you see in that game uh, that that you liked with Bur- with Burnley and 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 you know how they were able to take advantage of Liverpool's mistakes? Well, the Burnley played the typical Burnley game. They were able to soak up our pressure. They had less than thirty percent of of the control of the game. Um, it was it was just a, a, a way that Burnley have seemed to have like settled into playing that they they will hit on the break or they will uh, be um, clinical with the chances they got. Uh, and mm-hmm. fortunately, we we got it was a penalty, which which makes it that little bit easier. But Burnley. Uh, were under the cost for 85 plus of these the minutes. Uh, Liverpool were actually was so so dominant, really controlling the game. Uh, way more shots, like 20 plus shots more than Burnley. Mm-hmm. Um, Burnley got zero corners. Liverpool got 12. It was it was all one way traffic, and uh, Burnley did what Burnley do best: soak up that pressure. And and when you get a sniff of goal. You 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 put it away. Now we've not done that uh, very much recently, but um, it, it, it worked in our favour. And, and unfortunately, Liverpool uh, Liverpool came off and, and and got a result that they really did not deserve. I mean, that's one line of thinking. I mean, I I, I think that uh, I think that they truly did deserve that result. They they did not attack. They did not. Uh, well, they they obviously attack, but they did not convert, right? I mean, they they needed to convert, and uh, I think that you have to hit rock bottom at some point, or, or or you have to you have to hit that low point somewhere along the line that that turns the tide around and and snaps you out of this poor poor current run of form. I mean, mm-hmm. as I alluded to earlier. It's a miracle that they're even still in the top four. Uh, look at the look at the current form run uh, that you pull up in the in the Premier League standings. Liverpool have not had a win in five games. Yeah. Liverpool have not scored in in, in f- what five or six games. It's disastrous for them, uh, considering what we've seen over the last three or four years. And and when you are in that kind of a funk. Going to uh, uh, coming up against Burnley is one of the the worst teams you could come up against because we don't play pretty football. We're very hard hitting, and if you're um, kind of uh, if you're questioning your own ability, and then you mm-hmm. you've got Burnley players like running through you, it can it, it can be a hard day uh, at the office, and and that's what happened with Liverpool, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're exactly right. Uh, the teams are taking the pitch here, Mags. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> uh, Donny Van de Beek in the lineup here. A little bit surprised mm. with that one. Um, maybe I should be. Maybe I shouldn't be. I don't know. Um, they don't seem to have been playing him so so often at Manchester United. No, um, even after his agent made those very public and and damning comments about how uh, mm-hmm. he he regrets signing for the club because he's just not getting the game time, he still hasn't been featured that much, uh, and you can sense him being so so frustrated. But uh, a good performance today might put him back in 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 uh, the picture for for some league games. Mm-hmm. Indeed. A very attacking lineup here for Manchester United. Uh, let, let's talk about them a little bit too here, Mags, because uh, who would have thunk it at the very beginning of the season? Manchester United, as woeful as they were, current league leaders, they're here in this position right now in the FA Cup. Uh, were we wrong? 
Um, <laughs> wrong about about uh, Manchester United. I, um, I don't think we were wrong because we were talking about Manchester United with the form that they were having. They didn't look like a team that uh, that you would even uh, think to challenge. There were um, there were a lot of issues there, and it's just it seems that. Um, that Ollie's kind of plan for, for football is is coming off. They're not playing the best looking football at all. They they are coming away with some very tart and so often lucky victories. Um yeah. so it's not like it's not like it's all of a sudden he's waved a magic wand and they're playing glorious flowing football. It's just not mm-hmm. working like that. It's just it seems to be they seem to be having a lot more uh, look of the rub, I suppose, and they're able to convert uh, the chances. I mean, how many points have they secured this season? Coming from behind, uh, that's not normally a, uh, a kind of tactic we see in Man United. The team they're normally the dominant team, and now they're not. They're the team that that kind of uh, ekes out victories, um, mm-hmm. and so far it, it, it does seem to be working for for Ali and, and for Man United. Yep, indeed, indeed. Oh man, we we are uh, just about to kick off here. We thank you, everybody out there, for joining us. We really do appreciate yeah. you. Have your say in the chat. We want to hear from you guys. This is yeah, about to be a very very exciting game. Um, and uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, you guys, please hit that like button, uh, share uh, shooting the sports ish with your friends and your family, anybody who's interested in football or just sports in general. Um, obviously, we were going to have NFL coverage later on. We've got basketball coverage uh, here on Shooting the Sports-ish. We do a lot here. Um, so Radio Techers is just one facet of what you find here on this network. So uh, uh, as we said earlier, hit that thumbs up button. Uh, you know, Subscribe to Shooting the Sports-ish. And tell your friends and family about it. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. Get involved. Get involved. Absolutely. Absolutely, Max. And get involved in this chat. We want to hear from what you guys think as uh, Manchester United kicks off right now. Um, Reese Williams, a uh, very, very tall man. Very tall man in the, in the back line for Liverpool. Um, yeah, very Peter Crouch-like. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Peter Crouch. <laughs> that's, that's a name that I haven't uh, I haven't heard in a long time, Peter Crouch. Well, what a we player get to... he was, too. Yeah, I, I I think he was so underrated. Uh, we get to see him pretty much every time we watch football because he's he's always on the Paddy Power adverts. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, he, he was a great player. Uh, successful everywhere he went. Uh, looked like the most clumsy footballer to to ever play football, but he just had a knack <laughs> of, of of finding the net. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty poor with his head off for someone six foot seven. It's weird that. Yeah, but but uh, oddly very uh, versatile. Uh, oh, Liverpool with a chance here. Looks like Vinaldo passing it off to uh, Trent. Trent's crossing it in and does not look like it's going to go. Vinaldo takes a shot at goal, gets deflected. Liverpool seem to be playing with that same aggressive verve as they were in their in premier last week at Mags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they've, they've got they've got Man United pinned back already. They're uh, playing the playing the same kind of high line that they were playing in in the the week previous. Uh, Man United have, have not as uh, their defensive line is not basically sat in the eighteen yard box as it was though last week. So perhaps we're going to mm-hmm. see a little bit more kind of a 
uh, back and forward action. Yeah, ho- hopefully so. I-, I I would like to see a. Uh, an aggressive game out of both, as 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 uh, uh, contradictory as that would be to uh, my own wants and desires here. Um, Mags, oh, let's Man talk United. about the. Ju- Go ahead. Oh, Man United are just on the tap now. Rashford taking it into the box. Oh, he's kept it on. Is that back to Pogba? Oh, it, it looks like it's been stifled now. We've still got Luch on the on the wing though. Is he going to put the ball in? Yep, he's whipped it in. And, yeah, mm. uh, Liverpool goal kick. So, oh, yeah, Liverpool goal kick. So, chance over, I think. What minute are you on, by the way? I am on three minutes and 15 seconds. Okay. I'm not that far behind you. All right. It, it is difficult, folks. If you're if For, for Mags and I to do this internationally, it is very difficult uh, to get the time synced up. So yeah, I think uh, we were about two minutes out last week, something like that. Yeah, at some points we were, yeah, we were about two minutes out. Um, <laughs> uh, Mags, I, I know that we are a f- football podcast, obviously, um, but we let's are. talk about the gentleman who is right behind you uh connor mcgregor last night uh yeah that guy <laughs> oh glass chin glass chin mcgregor so so he had a he had a a, a bit of an off night last night uh just uh, getting a tko'd by dustin poirier uh in the second round uh mcgregor himself said that he was going to be uh uh winning in the first minute uh, of the he first did. round um, but uh, that was not to be. I thought McGregor looked really, really good in the first round, and then mm-hmm. all hell broke loose in the second. Yep. Um, if you if uh, you go back on the uh, the shooting the sports this archives, me and Carlos did a watch along of the the first part, um, and Carlos said something on on that show uh, about kind of like the tactics to um, to for Dustin to win. And it was the calf kicks. Um, mm-hmm. And he, in the first fight, he started really well with the calf kicks, but he kind of gave up on him. In this fight, he didn't. And it, it very quickly became uh, a massive, massive problem with, with Conor because a lot of people overlook the uh, the calf kicks and think they're just kind of like just to keep your opponent at bay. But really, they're a very important part of MMA because if you can injure the, the calf or even give an opponent a dead leg, they can't plant the foot and and get get the power in the shots. And that's exactly what happened with with uh, Connery. The leg was basically just out of commission, meaning you take away a big part of his arsenal and that's his dynamic striking. And that's mm-hmm. that's that was basically the recipe for the for the victory for for Poirier. I mean it could have been ended in the first round with a, there was a, a point where uh, Poirier was absolutely rocked and he was, he did a really good job of kind of like disguising it. But when he was throwing his shots and, and kind of like trying to avoid Connor shots, you could see he was, uh, he was still kind of had the, the cobwebs uh, and getting into that second round. He just turned the, the momentum up, knew that he'd got a, a Connor weakened and then was just able to land that, uh, that almost like a ghost punch when Connor was, uh, was falling uh, into um, uh, Poirier uh, to, to land a uh, jab of his own and put him absolutely out and then follow up with some knockouts. And yeah, Connor said it best in the, in the, the post fight. It was inactivity. And that was the issue. Mm. If a, uh, 
and and you can't blame him because the guy has gone uh, away from MMA and he's done the things with uh, with Floyd Mayweather and he's made a massive uh, business for himself with uh, Proper 12 and, and his clothing mm-hmm. line. He's making more money than MMA has ever made for him. So you can understand him being away, but the game does move on. Uh, we've seen that with uh, with so many fighters, Ronda Rousey, um, DC. The the game moves on when you take a break. Uh, you you it can be hard for you to get back into it. And and Poirier has improved so much in the six years since he last fought um, uh, Connor. He's now gone from being a very very good fighter to being an elite fighter uh, and. And you could see that he put in the time and the minutes and the effort in the octagon that, that Connor just hadn't, and and it really showed for him, and he got a well deserved victory. Well, absolutely, and, and and the other thing too that you mentioned the inactivity, um, it's 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 been actually a year since McGregor said I'm back and he fought uh, Cowboy Cerrone, and mm-hmm. he wanted to have three three more fights in 2020. Those did not come to fruition, you know. He uh, he definitely uh, and, <laughs> for... and, and the cowboy fight was incredibly short, so he, the mm-hmm. ring rust is still there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and, and the UFC didn't want to take us with you know having a McGregor fight during COVID, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know uh, that just goes to more inactivity there. Um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought last night's UFC was was really really good. Uh, yeah, Michael Chandler made an absolute statement. Michael Chandler's statement yeah. was so good, so good to, to to take on someone like Dan Hooker is a, a big ask in your debut uh, because UFC jitters are an absolute real thing. Um, it, it's the step up from even from Bellator to UFC is massive, and for for Chandler to come and and dominate uh, Dan Hooker, uh, just absolutely just bury him. It was it was really good, and he's got to be in the conversation for a tile shot. Um, mm-hmm. Carlos and I were, were talking about it on on five rounds, and I think the best situation is having two. Uh, title eliminator fights and the winner ever takes on Habib or fights for the the vacant title. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just getting back to the game here, Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, uh, that we've not paid any attention to. <laughs> no, none, none at all. Um, but with us being UFC fans, I figured it'd be good to mm-hmm. good to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Liverpool again. It looks like they're they're really trying to find something here, um, but I think United are playing it rather cool, uh, taking advantage of the openings that Liverpool give them. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it worked uh, in the first game, so why would you not? Why would you change that that kind of winning? The, well, not winning, but the formula to success, uh, getting a point off uh, off off Liverpool. As I say, that Man United streaming forward, great save by Allison, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like Reese Williams in the back. I, I do like like him being in the defense for Liverpool. I think he does add uh, a, a little bit more um, than maybe what Henderson does. I think Henderson, obviously, he's he's the more senior player, but um, I mean that's not his position. His position is not center back. Liverpool come really close there to scoring. Whips uh, the ball whipped right across the 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 edge of the goal line. 
but yeah, I agree with you. I think he it's very rare to see a, a player uh, come into a team and, and replace somebody like uh, Van Dijk and and still look like he fits in, and he does. I think he's really mm-hmm. took to first-team football uh, very, very well. You, he, he seems confident. He seems solid. There's not a lot of jitters from him. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um Liverpool have definitely got a player there who who could be a, a mainstay for a long, long time in in that uh, centre back position. Absolutely, uh, Matt Willis has joined us in the chat. How are you doing, Matt? Hope you're doing well. Matt says he's listening whilst at work, so he expects the most impressive commentary ever. Oh well, you <laughs> may be disappointed. <laughs> oh goodness. Um. Let's see here. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about the UFC. Um, we're at about what the almost the eleventh minute here, Mags. You're at about eleven uh, minutes. Right eleven, eleven twenty-five for me. Okay, yeah. So we're we're about the same. Um, so, um, what were we talking about? I just brought up something. I can't remember what you I was, was going to say. You said you said UFC. Again. Oh yes. So, <laughs> uh, UFC, uh, good show last night. But I do agree with you as far as a title eliminator tournament. I think that sounds pretty mm-hmm. spicy. Well, I, I, uh, I was watching the the pro, uh, post fight press conference, and uh, I've never seen Dana White look so <laughs> despondent. It's like everything that could have gone wrong for him at this pay per view went wrong. Um, he obviously had the the a very public challenge to illegal streamers that he put out saying he's got a surprise for him. And uh, the surprise was he's going to turn off his own stream for a lot of his customers and they're going to have to go and find illegal streams, uh, which was uh, not a good show. Then he uh, he lost his, his moneymaker with uh, Conor McGregor, uh, taking a little bit of that uh, shine off with a, uh, the victory for Poirier, and then he had to admit that Habib is really not interested in coming back at all, and it's Dana doing all the the pressuring uh, for for the fight to happen. So yeah, it was not a good day at the office for uh, for Mister Dana out. Although he said that the pay per view was the second best selling pay per view ever, that might mean very little if he has to refund half the half the payments back. Yeah, yeah. Gotta make new stars, man. You gotta make mm-hmm. new stars. Uh, some breaking news this morning here uh, from uh, Fabrizio Romano at Fabrizio Romano on Twitter. Martin Odegaard to Liverpool, uh, not to Liverpool, to, to Arsenal. Martin Odegaard. Uh, mm-hmm. You may remember Martin. He uh, he was a uh, a real wunderkind uh, back. Uh, goodness, this would have been about seven years ago, I think. Yeah, nearly 10 years ago uh, that he was being scouted heavily. Real Madrid ended up purchasing him. He's, sent, he's been sent out on loan multiple times. Uh, he's now going out on loan to Arsenal, it seems. as uh, a loan, according to Fabrizio Romano, uh, simple loan until June 2021, no buy option. So Martin mm-hmm. Odegaard is not staying at Arsenal, at least at this current stature of this, uh, of this deal. Uh, Real Madrid will discuss that at the end of the season, it seems. Uh, mm-hmm. The medical's already been scheduled. Real Sociedad and Ajax turned down loans for Martin. Uh, salary is going to be paid actually in full by Arsenal, it seems. Uh, well, so. they, they've got plenty to, to to dish out with saving £350,000 a week uh, paying uh, Mesut Ozil. 
and, and that's the man I want to talk about. How does Martin Odegaard fit into this squad when they've just sent off somebody who's very um, positionally very similar uh, yeah. to him? It makes no sense in the world. Absolutely no sense in the world. I don't know. If, if you've been paying somebody almost half a million a week for three years and he's done absolutely nothing, why bring in someone who plays in exactly the same position? Why not have played that person in the first place? Makes absolutely not a lick of sense. But um, it's, it's timing at Saucy that uh, Odegaard has really kind of uh, has really shone. He obviously struggled with the the fame at Real Madrid. Uh, like I said, he's got sent out on loan uh, quite a few places, but it's really where he's hit his stride at at Sociedad. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be unhappy if if Arsenal picked him up permanently because uh, I think he's still an incredibly uh, talented player. Maybe not the the player that everybody touted him as as a teenager, but certainly uh, a Premier League level player. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have seen a bit more of a stylistic change from Arsenal. They look to have been reverting more to a 4-2-3-1 style formation mm-hmm. where you could easily slot in a, a Martin Odegaard right there into the, the number 10 slot. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand why uh, why doing that when when you have... Ozil, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's Ozil's age. Maybe maybe uh, Arteta didn't see that, or maybe there's something behind the scenes that we are not privy to between yeah. uh it, it's looking more and more like that every single every single time it is brought mm. up um it just doesn't make sense unless there is issues uh behind the scenes uh and and um Ozil has burned some bridges i don't see why you wouldn't play someone of his caliber uh mm. but He's gone now. Uh, he seems really happy with his uh, uh, with his Fenerbahce move. So uh, absolutely good luck to him. And um, I think uh, Arsenal have had a real like uh, turn of, of fortune recently, and it's all down to what we predicted um, many, many, many weeks ago that they needed mm-hmm. some uh, Arsenal-based players to to make the change. And they bring in Smith Rowe, and all of a sudden they're they're on the winning side again. Mm, funny that when a t- when a player gives a a damn about the club he's playing for, that the, they put in that extra bit of effort. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I mean, and you have several players, several Arsenal youth players who, I mean, that's all they know. They, all they know is the Arsenal badge, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's to be fully expected that they're going to play their hearts out for that that crest on their shirt. Um, just as these players here are between Manchester United and Liverpool. No goal yet here as we um, are headed uh, about midway through the 17th minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Rashford just made a really, really good run at goal not too long ago. Let's see here. I'm about 17 minutes in myself personally here, Mags. So yeah, like- I'm at 17.41. Uh, Liverpool have just, uh, Man United have just had a corner that, that has uh, come to nothing. Uh, it's very, it's a lot more end to end than the game we watched uh, last week. Uh, both uh, teams really try and put Liverpool are through. And, ho 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 Yeah. No, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> It was great play. Absolutely great play. Uh, the the pass split in the defence and uh, mm-hmm. Salah uh, 
I, I want to see who actually made the pass. So that's Vinaldum. That um, might have been Curtis Jones right there. I yeah. think it is Curtis Jones. Uh, yeah. Great finish, Curtis Jones, and then uh, and then a nice nice goal from Mo Salah right there. Just a little chip over a, a, a Darwin, David De Gea, and yeah, it, the uh, Egyptian Henderson. king is back on the goal. It's it's actually Henderson in goal this uh, this week. Well, Henderson, yeah. uh, apologies. No, no, no. It's, well, it, may, it's it may be his last game. <laughs> Uh, Cameron Manning in the chat. He has joined us. How's it going, Cameron? Hope you're doing well. He says both teams suck. Whatever. Um, hmm. All right. Um, that's coming from a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I mean, they struggle to beat Luton. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to say. Sometimes people are very, very wrong. I mean, <laughs> speaking speaking of Chelsea, uh, we may as well touch on on how they got absolutely demolished by Leicester. Um, <laughs> Cam- Cameron Manning in the chat says, "I know, Mags. I know." Okay, yes. <laughs> Indeed, did you see the the Leicester uh, Chelsea highlights? Indeed, his goal was. Absolutely glorious. This was a week of glorious goals, to be fair. So many great yeah. goals. Um, but indeed, in he's uh, low, off the post. I just love goals like that, 25, 30-yard screamers. Um, and then um, Madison, he's been so impressive since coming back from injury. Um, mm. Really kind of like the engine room of Leicester. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, there's definite problems at, at Chelsea. I mean... I know I'm I'm bagging on Camille, but when you're spending a quarter of a billion pounds and you are switching your formation so many times, I, I think that Frank was not ready for this job. Um, mm. And we're kind of seeing that. Players are, are looking poor because they're being played totally out of position. I see Vern again, a lot of grief on, on uh, social media. And I don't think it's all his own fault because... He's a he he's um we we call him he's a flat track bullet. He needs to be running down the middle of the pitch. He's not a winger, and that's where he's being forced to play. And it's uh yeah, it's a shame. Um yeah. because these are quality players and they sat in a with a manager who, who perhaps hasn't got the 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 managing chops to be able to to get the best out of his players. Hmm. Flat track bully, huh? I wonder. Uh, I, I wonder who coined that for for Timo <laughs> Werner at the beginning of the season. Who who else out there on social media said that he was? I, I know this guy was. <laughs> I, know I said this. But, Nobody else said this. But uh, I would say if he's at Sanford Liverpool and not Chelsea, he would be the best thing that had ever hit the Premier League. Oh, he'd be slicing and dicing. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just about the way that they play, really. Uh, I don't think that Chelsea is taking full advantage of Timo Werner and how he actually plays. I don't think that no. Chelsea's taking full advantage of how Kai Havertz plays, and I think no. that's that's even more. I think that's even more detrimental because Kai Havertz could easily be a top ten player in the world, and uh, <laughs> Chelsea's they they're just not taking advantage of his skills and abilities. I don't think Frank Lampard again. I've I've harped on this before, but I don't think he knows really what Kai Havertz. Does I don't think he yeah. knows what kind of player we, we, Kai Havertz actually is, and that's very met, concerning met, if you're a Chelsea yeah. fan. 
we've mentioned it a couple of times on the year, and it's it's like uh, Frank Lampard's first season. He was very uh, hamstrung with uh, with finances. He wasn't allowed to make transfers, so he had to deal with what he had. But he he was gone the football manager route, he uh, or the FIFA route. He's had a lot of money, and he's just bought in big name players who are available. Uh, and he he hasn't kind of bought the players that he needed for the system. He's bought the names, and that's an absolute roar to ruin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Manning in the chat he does give a little bit of a response uh, that jamie vardy just beats the, the big six it's insane yeah it, i mean yeah, jamie vardy's a fantastic player i think yeah, i think but- we are now in a in a period where we're seeing lester as a force in the big six um whether yeah. or not uh, you, you can't deny it lester are a big six team mm-hmm. it's as simple as point. that yeah, at this point, it's absolutely. It's, if that's absolutely the case, uh, Matt Willis is once again in the chat. Uh, speaking of team sucking, shall we discuss City versus Cheltenham? Um, yes, Manchester City um, here in the uh, in the FA Cup yesterday uh, barely squeaked by Cheltenham. Uh, who, um, Mags? I'm not. I'm, uh, forgive me. What, crap. what division? They are crap. What division does Cheltenham play in? I think the League Two. I think that the League Two. League Two, which is like three leagues below Premier League. Mm-hmm. And Cheltenham was leading City for nearly half an hour until mm-hmm. uh, Phil Foden, Gabriel Jesus, and Fran Torres uh, just clicked into motion here and uh, finally got the end result here: three-one to Manchester City. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say that, that, that I'm... That's the, jo- that's the joys of the FA Cup, though. That's why I, That's why mm-hmm. you'll find a lot of English fans and, and football fans in general love the FA Cup because you get moments like that where you uh, you get the potentials of giant killings or if you're mm-hmm. a, a fan of a lower league club, you get the potential of having a huge club come to your team and maybe you, you get a famous victory out of it and you go on a, a run that mm-hmm. can potentially save your club. Uh, in terms of finances, uh, there's been many a, a time uh, that uh, a good run in the cup has, has, has set a, uh, a team up for a decade because of the the money they brought in with the with the uh, game they played. Yeah, just imagine the winnings Cheltenham would have gotten uh, had they beaten City and, and gone mm-hmm. into the next round. Uh, imagine, imagine if they would have beat City and they had a full stadium there as well, because they take a percentage of the 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 gate receipts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, COVID sucks. <sighs> it's ruined so much. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's 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 terrible stuff. COVID. So as as a good gentle reminder here, uh, stay home, social social distance if you're out in public. Use hand sanitizer. Wash your hands, please. Wear your masks. Wear your masks. Absolutely. Um, oh, uh, great ball. And it's one apiece. What a great ball uh, by Rashford, right. I think. Uh, it looks like a... Is it Rashford or is it Mason Greenwood? No, Mason, uh, Mason Greenwood scored the goal, uh, but the ball from Rashford was absolutely oh. glorious. Yeah. Um, it was perfectly weighted. Crossfield ball and Mason Greenwood just had to control it and and slot it past uh, Allison. Um, it's probably come against the run of play to be fair, because after the, the the goal, Liverpool really had the tails in there, and the and it, yeah, it's basically come from a Liverpool challenge. It's uh, come out from mm-hmm. looks like Pogba um, 
Rashford on the halfway line, bang, what a ball, perfectly weighted into yep. the path of uh, Greenwood, and yeah, great finish. Yeah, Mason Greenwood, another player along with Marcus Rashford, who I think we're going to be seeing very, very often for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like seeing this happen. But you can't deny how uh, important those players are going to be uh, for Manchester United in the future. Mason Greenwood, he can play with both feet. Marcus Rashford, hes uh, we've seen him develop over the years, and he, he's just been so impressive, um, Marcus Rashford. It's, uh, it, it's hard to hate on him, and, and it's hard to hate on, on what he does uh, uh, for, for the community, right? Um, yeah. You know, what, what he's been doing with the school lunch program is just, uh, I mean, it's, it's yeah, amazing. He, he, he. He should get an honour in the in the New Year's honours list is because for a young player, he's got such a, a a sensible head on his shoulders. This game is so end to end. Liverpool have a chance, and then it's it's gone back up the field for for Man United. This is a really uh, really attacking game. Oh, we've got Van der Beek down here injured now. Oh dear, that's not good when you you can't get a game for for Toffee, and then all of a sudden you're picking up an injury. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, this is very, very end-to-end type stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't look like there was anything that Liverpool could have done about that United that that opening United goal. Um, no, no, it was just a, a well-played ball. Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely nothing that uh, the the defense or Allison could have done. Really, it's it was just a uh, it's just one of those those freak happenings <laughs> and, and, and a, a very, very good run of play here from, from Manchester United. Um, yeah, Donny van de Beek definitely on the ground. It's going to be questionable whether or not he's going to be able to go on here. Uh, he ran right into Allison. Allison, um, obviously doing his part to defend here, but, uh, uh it, it looks like he's trying to run it off. He is limping, though. You can see there's a, a very noticeable limp. Mm-hmm. And, and he's... That uh, of itself. Yeah, it, it's his fault that Liverpool have got the ball back in, in the Manchester United half as well because he mm-hmm. was stretching for a ball that he, he couldn't get to. Mm-hmm. And that might have a huge impact on how uh, United's shape goes going forward in this game. If, if, if mm-hmm. uh, Van de Beek is able to continue here you're really gonna have to see um all i shuffle the pack a bit and see what uh what else he can he can do uh creatively uh to, to solve that problem it looks like after that uh man united's equalizer they've they've reverted back to what worked against uh liverpool in the first game the the defensive line is is now sitting on the edge of the 18 yard box and the midfield line is is only about six yards in front of that so they they're packing out the defense yet again mm-hmm. and, and i mean it does work i mean i i think that uh uh, this is a this, this is very much a boxing match almost between Liverpool and, and United at this point. Uh, I mean, whoever is going to make the most mistakes is is is, is going to be on the receiving end of of uh, of the of the loss here. Mm-hmm. I know that that's probably uh, obviously uh, you know logical. Right? Oh, like, the referee getting involved. Wow, the referee just stopped a, a crack field ball. 
Is he doing a drop ball? Or is he just giving it back to Liverpool? And why didn't he just let Liverpool carry on? Because they had the ball, they had possession. That seemed pointless. Yeah, you hate to see it. it. <laughs> yeah, just all referees are B words. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, that would have been a great ball. Uh, who was that running through? Um, Tiago, what a ball by Tiago! Just a little bit of too much power on that. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool are not uh, fading into into the wilderness. They really kind of push for a second goal. Mm-hmm. That the, I think the first goal you saw from Liverpool, they kind of I don't know. You, you saw a shift in the way that they were thinking and playing. They they almost came out more aggressive after the second goal, mm-hmm. which. You know, I mean, that's as they should do. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, the, the Manchester United pulling one back has them second-guessing a little bit. We'll see. They have got Man United pinned. It's uh, Reese Williams and Fabinho are looking really, really solid at the back. I love how confident on the ball Reese Williams is, even when he's... Uh, yeah. When he's got players running at him, he's he's very very confident. He's re- very relaxed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I really do like the partnership that that Reese Williams has with with Fabinho. Even even the partnership that that Nick Phillips has with Fabinho is, is actually mm-hmm. really really good. And this is why I I don't understand why Klopp just decided, hey, you know, let's play Henderson at the back for a few games. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, especially with games as important as Southampton and Manchester United were, it does, and and then um, I guess it, did Henderson play at center back against Burnley? Uh, I don't know if he did or not, let me yeah. have a look. Uh, do, do, do. Matt Wolf in the chat says, as Tanner says, he's the new Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Matt, look. Matt and Fabinho. Oh yes, Matt. Matt. I think it's time for Matip to, to to go on. I think he needs to. I think uh, I think we may be seeing the last season of Joel Matip. In all honesty, perhaps. I mean, it's the consistency. Yeah, uh, and it's is very injury prone now. Mm-hmm. He's got what? Um, he's got a back made out of shredded wheat. <laughs> so sore his knees, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but Matt Wills does he, he does remind me that uh, yes, Reese Williams is the new Vir- Virgil Van Dyke, and and I do stand by that. I think that he's certainly yeah, a kid who's going to be really really good for Liverpool going forward in the future. Um, maybe maybe even as soon. No. I was just going to say maybe no, even no. as soon as next next season you could see uh, Van Dyke and and Williams as a, a really good partnership. Oh yeah. Well, I think I think Reese Williams is showing a calm that oftentimes Joe Gomez lacks um, <laughs> at, at points, and, and I think that's going to be a major thing uh, for uh, for Liverpool going forward is is somebody who can stay calm next to Virgil. Um, Cameron Manning in the chat he brings up a, a topic that uh, I wanted to touch base on, um, but uh, we haven't had the chance yet uh, to do so. Uh, Cameron Manning says, so how mad are you that NBC Sports Network is being shut down at the end of the year and the EPL is most likely headed to streaming services like Peacock? Um, 
yeah, so let's talk about it. So for Premier League fans here in the States, um, NBC said that they were uh, had, had Peacock in developmental and said that, hey, we're going to make access to um, all the Premier League games, live or on replay. Uh, and then... Uh, back about a month ago, uh, they, um, they 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 distanced themselves from that policy and said we're going to make about 175 games available uh, compared to the 380 that they had previously said that they were going to make available. Um, you had a lot of uh, fans uh, call in and make uh, make statements about it and said that that's not right, and they uh, uh, it looks like there's going to be a reversal on that decision. Um, Fortunately, it seems as though for NBC's sake, uh, you know they're going to pull the plug on NBC Sports Network, which has basically hosted uh, all of the Premier League for quite some time. Um, looks like the, uh, NASCAR is also going to be affected. Uh, NHL hockey is going to be affected by this. Um, you're going to most likely see uh, NHL and NASCAR head over to USA Network. I would have thought that uh, you would want to have the Premier League on uh, on USA. I thought that I think that would be actually a major boost, a major coup for for NBC and the USA Network. Um, but uh, that is uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case just yet. Um, so we'll we'll see. Hopefully, Premier League gets more game time on USA Network, um, give them a bigger spotlight. Uh, but uh, if all the games go to Peacock as they intended and they start making those games live look i've i'm already spending the 10 bucks a month on peacock right i'm already spending it um the fact that they they um did a bait and switch uh allegedly an alleged bait and switch for uh making not making all the games available on peacock was outrageous um but i mean I don't. I don't run NBC Sports Network, Mags. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, uh, and being being British, I don't. I can't say I know a lot about what's going on. The only uh, thing I really know about the USA Network is uh, the deal that they've got with uh, with WWE. Um, and and is it NXT that's on that on that network as well? Um, yes. So I, you would have thought that maybe. Uh, the the rumors that I've heard is that the USA is going to be a very much more sports centered uh, uh, network from now on. Uh, you would have thought that putting yeah. football on there would have made sense because you would get uh, you would get leadings for uh, for NXT. Uh, but uh, we'll see. It seems that you're having issues with uh, your TV deals, like we did uh, early on in the season when uh, the Premier League thought it was a good idea to uh, to charge a very COVID uh, ravaged economy and fans uh, twenty pounds for for games that literally nobody wanted to watch. <laughs> it, it seems to be the case, unfortunately. Uh, um, it it just blows my mind sometimes. Honestly, it, it really, really does. Um, I I really do think that. Uh, I mean, if you look at at what USA Network does programming wise, they really don't do. Uh, a whole lot in terms of sports currently. I mean, you've got you've got WWE. That's about it. A lot of the rest of the stuff is old rom coms um, and like sitcoms and stuff like that from five ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to make USA this destination for sports, yeah, you you've got to put the NHL on there. You've got to put NASCAR on there. You've got to put 
the English Premier League, you've got to make all of that available. And and for for what you're not broadcasting uh, game wise on, on USA, you need to make that fully available and live on Peacock, <laughs> right? Well, Otherwise, you're going to see tons of people unsubscribe from Peacock. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's not going to be good. And, and and that's where it seems uh, the money is for uh, TV recently. It's uh, not so much in in the recorded programming. That's uh, mm-hmm. where Netflix and Amazon Prime seem to be thriving. Uh, for, for standard terrestrial TV, the, the money's in, in live sports. Um, mm-hmm. So it would make all the sense in the world for, for USA to kind of uh, push for that. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't also want to kind of uh, handicap the, the service that you've spent so long touting as the go-to uh, place for, for a lot of sports. So, yeah, it is mm-hmm. a quandary. And as I say that, and Liverpool having some really good uh, offence um attacking uh, Man United's goal with a, with a good cross. I think it was sure with the header clear and they've, they've mm-hmm. got a corner now. Um, again, this game, is it's been such end-to-end, even whilst we've been uh, like, uh, going off on tangents. Uh, both, teams, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both teams are having really good uh, um, chances, just not hitting the back of the net and good clearance by, I think that was Cavani. Oh, oof, that, that, did that take a deflection? That looked like it took a deflection. Then Milner with a, a power shot from about 25 yards out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it'll be. It's getting very tight here. Liverpool are finding these spaces here that they that they were finding the last time around when they played Manchester United. But I don't know. They seem to have been a little bit more clinical. Uh, again, their first goal in about uh, uh, probably four four games at least. Uh, so at least that's one thing that they can check off the list here. Um, I believe also, if I'm not mistaken, and let me just double-check this fact here before I go ahead and start talking about it. Uh, Premier League NBC deal. I think that the Premier League NBC deal might be coming up. Um, Let me see. Uh, So the Premier League deal... Uh, they so usually they they are for about three years, but NBC secured a six-year package back in 2015 by paying nearly one billion dollars. So that deal actually is coming up. Um, we'll see what happens if NBC decides that they want to continue on, or if we're going to find <laughs> NBC possibly uh, re, uh, relenting and uh, seeing if maybe uh, Premier League goes to. You know, Amazon. Amazon would be, uh, you know, having the games on Prime could be an option. Um, I mean, ESPN broadcasts the FA Cup games, which is a bit of a departure from, uh, um, you know, what you typically see with these NBC deals. Um, you know, maybe maybe ESPN wants to pick up the Premier League games. I don't know. They've already got yeah. the rights to the Serie A and Bundesliga, so... I mean, perhaps uh, uh, I know Fox's deal with uh, UFC uh, elapsed recently and they've gone to ESPN, so maybe Fox are in the hunt for for uh, some some more live football, uh, live sport, and, and the Premier League may be uh, an option for them. Um, yeah. The, the, the price of a billion dollars for a six-year deal, that's... That's actually really cheap compared to the deals that the the Premier Leagues are getting in the UK. Um, I think mm-hmm. when uh, when BT Sport became the new kind of uh, 
player in the football market. They they were spending six billion over over four seasons for uh, the the buying rights for the the major blocks. Because what happens in in the UK is uh, you bid on blocks of games. So uh, like Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, Arsenal, these are all in like block A. Uh, they're the important games. They're the selling games. Um, so they'll go for a high premium and then teams like Brighton, Fulham, uh, they'll be in, in lower blocks. Ooh, that, did that go off? Just wide. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's really end-to-end this game. Um, you could see any team getting getting a second goal pretty soon. Uh, two minutes to go before half time now, though. Uh, yeah, so the the UK deal is it's split into blocks and it's so so uh, so much money gets pumped into the into the Premier League from uh, the likes of Sky Sports and BT Sports. Oh, man, was that Vanderbilt with a shot then? Vanderbilt with a shot from the edge of the box. Great blocking by Thiago. So I guess uh, to to answer Cameron's question here, uh, in a very roundabout mad, way, <laughs> in, in a very, very roundabout way, how mad are, am I that NBC is sh- uh, Sports Network is shutting down? I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad. I mean, it's bittersweet because that's that's how I've been watching the Premier League all this time, right? Um, and it's got to be bittersweet for some of the broadcasters and kind of the unknown um, for for some of these. Uh, um, these faces and these 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 people that we've kind of uh, followed the sports with for for the, many years now, you know, so it's it's, it's bittersweet in that regard. Uh, but what it boils down to is just just tell me where I need to watch the games, right? Just <laughs> just tell me where I need to go to watch the games, and I'll make it happen. Um, whether it be on Peacock or if or if NBC doesn't retain the rights and it goes to some place like Amazon. Hey man, whatever. Just tell me where I need to go. You'll you'll take my money. It'll be fine. <laughs> um. All right, Mags. It looks like we're gonna end here with the first half. Um, pretty soon. It looks like we're gonna be going to a one-one draw as we enter the first half. Ole on the sidelines yep. looks a little bit unsure of himself. <laughs> It's like, uh, how am I team playing like this? What is happening? Who am I? <laughs> Have you got my medication? Um. So, it, based on on what we've seen so far, as we are about to go into halftime, who do you think is happiest with with the current run of results? Do you, think, do you think it's it's Klopp or do you think it's uh, Ole here? I think he's who's 100%. With the current result? With this result, um, I think both. It's, it's The game has been so evenly balanced. Uh, Possession-wise, Liverpool are just edging it with 52, uh, but mm. shots are even at almost oh no, six six shots for, for Liverpool, seven for Man United, two on target each. Um, so it's a very, very balanced game. Um I think the the clearer chances have come for uh, from for Liverpool, uh, but Man United have, have certainly held their own. Um, so there's positives for both teams. I think uh, Reese Williams has been uh, uh, really strong at the back, uh, really confident. But then uh, Man United have, have have been way more attacking than they were in the in the game uh, last week. So yeah, I think I think there's certainly 
this game is there to to be won uh, as as the end as the half actually ends now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, both both can uh, go into this uh, looking positive that that uh, they've they've at least played well. It's been a really um, it's been a really back and forth game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you'll see Liverpool really. Um, they'll, they'll, Liverpool will be pleased with themselves. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, that they uh, that they've been able to to break their their gold route. Um, I think that Klopp will want to see more of that, more of that attacking verve. Um, if you're Oleg, um, yeah, I, I I think that both managers are gonna ask for more of the same. <laughs> It'll just be yeah, a matter of who much. makes that first mistake in the second half. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a really way more balanced than the, the the game last week when Liverpool really dominated at least in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if uh, they make any changes to to how they play when they come out for the second half. Mm-hmm. Matt Willis in the chat says uh, Klopp wearing the Wenger coat is cringeworthy. Oh, possibly mm-hmm. so. Klopp thinking he could take on uh, Sean Dutch in a in a battle was also cringy. Nearly got his, nearly got his McGregor jaw spun by uh, Sean the Sean the Diamond Dutch. <laughs> Sean the Diamond Dutch. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm I'm glad that you're happy with that result. I I was uh, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wasn't. I was. I was over at. Uh, so for for all of you in the in the know about Radio Techers, I I'm I'm actually going to uh, Firefighting Academy currently, um, and uh, well, I was I was out doing some kind of drill uh, during the second half, and so I didn't even see the score until I got back into the classroom, and then I pulled up my phone, and I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this is the worst news I could have had all day. <laughs> oh, I bet you were dreading, dreading that speaking to me on Twitter. <laughs> no, I mean, you were the first person I wanted to speak to because I was like, Mags, what happened? What <laughs> happened here? Why did you uh, do this to me? <laughs> why, why am I here? <laughs> why did I agree to do this? Um... <laughs> Um, let's see here. Looks, let's try and find maybe some, some transfers that are going on here, Mags. Let's see what's going on around, uh, around the, the transfer league. Um, there is some rumors, uh, that, that we can cover on here. Um, as far as done deals, we did talk about Martin Odegaard earlier going to our, uh, going to Arsenal. Um, Luka Jovic, uh, who uh, also picked up by Real Madrid maybe a season ago, maybe last season. Um, yeah, he, uh, uh, season. He's, he's gone back to Frankfurt, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's gone back to Eintracht Frankfurt. He's already gotten more goals after one game than he did for uh, Real Madrid. He scored, a, I believe he scored a hat trick the other day. Um, so, yeah. you know, maybe maybe that's where he needs to be. <laughs> yes, sometimes the, going to the bright lights of a of a huge club, it just doesn't mm. work out for you. And, uh, you 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 sometimes need that that kind of a realization to to be to to basically let you know that maybe you 
and not that kind of player. And he certainly wasn't a Real Madrid kind of player. I mean, we, we saw that mm-hmm. with uh, Zaha for Man United. Uh, excellent player for, for Crystal Palace, but just wasn't Man United quality. Uh, goes back to Crystal Palace and then he's back uh, in such a purple patch of form again. So sometimes you need that move away to, to see that the grass isn't always greener. Very true. Very true. Um, let's see here. Well, I've, I've got some uh, some gossip and rumor storylines up. Um, the, oh, the really? one was really, the one that's really standing out to me is a uh, Leicester manager Brendan Rodgers is uh, the, the big name on the list for Chelsea uh, if they uh, decide to uh, sack Frank Lampard. That's a that's a big move for for um, Brendan Rodgers. Would you go to Leicester? Would you go to Chelsea from Leicester though? Knowing how how good Leicester are, well, well, knowing how good Leicester are, a yes, but also knowing Chelsea's track record as far as managers, you've got to be really uneasy about the prospect of working under Roman Abramovich. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we've seen what the the history is, and not that uh, Roman Abramovich is a um, um, he's a man that knows what he wants. Um, we think allegedly um <laughs> i i would be very uneasy about about doing that move if i was uh brendan rogers there's a there's um, actually a, a, um as 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 good as a, a job he's done at uh leicester i mean he, I, th- I think he did a great job at, at celtic as well before that and even his uh, time at liverpool was it it, it was it wasn't the worst. He certainly wasn't the worst of a Liverpool manager. Um, <laughs> he almost won the league, you know. Uh, he almost won the league. <laughs> um, I think a move to Chelsea and having those kind of funds would be uh, it'd be hard to to not have your head turned. I think uh, just having the thought mm. of, of of Champions League football every year the 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 funds to get the players in that you really really want um it, it it's a it's a a big big job and i think he would be he would thrive at that that job uh whether he will end up getting the job is, a, is a, another thing um but it, it's at least good to be linked to it i suppose and there's a there's a lot of uh managerial uh, uh stories going on we've got Rafa Benitez uh, being touted for the Celtic job. Um, mm-hmm. that, that'll be an interesting move for him. And we've got Eddie Howe uh, perhaps uh, taking the, the job at Newcastle if they look to uh, to fire Steve Bruce, which is looking very, very possible. Yeah, very, very possible. Um, some some more news similar to uh, kind of, kind of uh, leading off of uh, the Eddie Howe news. Uh Jack Wilshire has signed for Bournemouth. Uh, Jack Wilshire, a player who's uh, uh, once highly touted, highly rated. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, his his fall from grace has been quite astonishing. Um, but hey, he, he got picked up as a free agent. He's he's headed to Bournemouth, Mags. Yeah, I mean, I always like. The, the potential of Jack Wilshire. Mm-hmm. I think he's another person who uh, 
he can really take a game and 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 control it. A real that engine of a of a player, but he has mm. the, the the limbs of a ninety five year old man. Uh, he's basically his kneecaps are held together with dust and hope. Um, so potentially it's a, a good <laughs> if he can stay fit. It's a good move, but the likelihood of him staying fit is uh yeah, it's slim to none. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more moves here. William Jose, uh, or William Jose, rather, um, from Real Sociedad to Wolves. Looks like that is a loan move uh, that is uh, that's going to happen. It's shot uh, that Wolves not far enough. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a solid pickup, though, for Wolves. Uh, I think they needed more attacking uh, power, and uh, William Jose, definitely somebody who can do that for you. Um, yeah. uh, Tamori from Chelsea. Cameron Manning, if you're still in the chat, I know you're interested in this one. Uh, Tamori, who was a, uh, very much a deputy of Frank Lampard, somebody who Frank Lampard uh, had at uh, Derby, um, a, a player that uh, Frank Lampard really trusted last season. Tamori is headed to AC Milan. There's a possibility that it might also be a permanent move by the end of the season. Um, wow. Yeah, big move. Uh, it's a it's a massive move, uh, and and Tamori alongside uh, Romagnoli um, will form a really really great partnership over at the 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 um, center back positions over at AC Milan. I believe uh, definitely adds some younger legs than what they've traditionally had in the past. Um, uh, and, and I think this is a this is a big move for an AC Milan team that um, has also just picked up Mario Mandzukic. Um, uh, so AC Milan looks like uh, they might be headed back to uh, bigger and better things uh, than what we've seen from from seasons past. Mags. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, I mean, going to to Italy now is not kind of like the the death knell that it was maybe a couple of years ago. There's some uh, really big uh, big sides and. AC Milan, uh, after a few years in in kind of like mid-table um, obscurity, they they've really started to to come good. So yeah, that's a, a great move for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Socrates, Socrates from Arsenal. He has been released from his deal. He is now a free agent. Oh, apparently uh, he's about to sign for Lazio. Allegedly so, yes, according to uh, Gazetta della Sport. Well, there you go, folks. Um, Socrates was brought into Arsenal as somebody who could fix a lot of uh, Arsene Wenger's problems back in the day. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he did, that's up for debate, it seems. Um, but he, he certainly did uh, play pretty well under Jurgen Klopp. Um, he would certainly be somebody uh, that maybe Liverpool might want to sniff around before uh, uh, Socrates makes his decision to go to Italy. Well, um, uh, according to the Sunday Mirror, uh, uh, Liverpool are going head-to-head with their opponents today in Man United uh, for someone who's who seems to be forever linked with the two clubs, uh, uh, Deot Upamecano, uh, looking yep. to, to perhaps bring bring him in. Uh, I mean, that, that's a big, big move for, for whoever gets hold of him. I think he's one of the the, the brightest, classiest defenders uh, uh, in, in world football today. Um, so 
whoever can bring him in, it's an instant improvement to your team. The question for, for Liverpool's end of things would be, do you bring him in? Do you bring him in in the winter? Like, can't will the club actually splash the cash to make that deal happen, um, you know, this season? Or will they have to wait until the summertime to make it happen? I think if, I think if his contract... Uh, if if you wait till the summer, his um, his um, buyout clause goes up to I want to say fifty million, whereas now it's at thirty eight. Yep. Um, so it makes sense to go for him now if you're in the market for a defender, um, because otherwise you're going to be splashing out twelve extra million, uh, and you could have had that player in the squad. Um, for I mean, at least for the league games, they'll obviously be cupped hard for Europe, but you can have them at mm-hmm. least in the squad for the, for the league games. Well, and there you would have a make ready uh, or a ready made replacement, rather, for a, a possibly Joel Matip. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they would still be short of players, I think, unless you want to make Nat Phillips and Reese Williams full time, which I mean you might as well at this point. They've been playing <laughs> they've been playing all these games. Um but uh yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, uh, here's a story that links both uh both you and I in terms of our clubs. Uh former Burnley and uh, Liverpool player, uh Danny Ings as a has turned down a new contract at Southampton. Uh, he's only got 18 months left on his uh, deal and uh, he's looking to uh, secure Champions League football. Where where would you see Danny Ings uh, really fitting in? Um, I think Leicester would be a great spot for him um, and really can provide that support that, that they definitely need for Vardy. I mean, we know recently that Vardy's out for six weeks and I, I, I predict that that Leicester may struggle for goals because of that. Um, maybe having someone like Ings uh, uh, would would do would do the world of good at Leicester. What about you? What, where do you think uh, Dan Ings could end up? Uh, I think that'd be a really shrewd move. That'd be a really really shrewd move if you're Leicester uh, because of, of all the reasons that you described you need somebody who will be able to take up that mantle for uh, uh, Jamie Vardy uh, if heaven forbid something was to happen to him um, so yeah I mean that would be an excellent move um, I think otherwise you might be looking at uh, I don't see him going to Manchester United I don't see him returning back to Liverpool I mean he could he could easily return back to Liverpool um, you know, especially with the form that he's been in. Um, but the way that Liverpool played, I don't, I don't think it would make any sense for them to to, to do that. Um, Spurs might be interesting. Uh, there was, was talk about Spurs when the story first came out. Well, that's kind of died down a little bit. But yeah, um, I think Spurs would be a good option. He's probably not going to get the game time that he gets at Southampton at Spurs. No. But uh, it's certainly Champions League football. Another one that's uh, been uh, put put forward is perhaps Everton, uh, which again, kind of like Spurs, it doesn't really make a lot of sense because they're relying on uh, uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin and, and Richarlison, and I don't think um, I don't think Ings kind of forces his way in that team uh, just yet. But um, yeah, there's certainly some big options for for, for Ings uh, to to get Champions League football somewhere. 
Uh, Everton would have to definitely change their shape and 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 their fundamentals quite a bit for for Danny Ings to fit in there. But that's not to say that it couldn't happen. Um, as the players are coming out here for the second half, it seems. Uh, so yeah. we're we're about to have some more fun. Um, before we uh, conclude, maybe some some of our transfer talk here. Uh, let, let's talk about one Manchester United player that might be headed out the door, and that's uh, that's Juan Mata. Juan Mata might be headed to Valencia. It seems. Great move, and there's another Manchester United player that that potentially will have his uh, decision uh, decided after, straight after this game, and that's um, Jesse Lingard. Uh, may not have been. Uh, very quiet on what, what they want to do with Lincoln. He's obviously not in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's plans. Uh, played very, very little this season. Uh, Newcastle, mm-hmm. I think Sheffield and, and perhaps West Brom are interested in, in maybe taking him out on loan. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, all changing the Manchester United midfield. I mean, Mata is such a good player. Been such a good player for such a long, long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Valencia is a great move for him. Well, and uh, for for Jesse Lingard, I mean, if you're Newcastle United, I'd be looking really, really heavily at Jesse Lingard. If I if I was Newcastle, I think he's a really they, solid, he, they, really solid yeah. player for them. They need some sort of attacking uh, uh, flair at, at Newcastle because there's just so many problems there. Hmm. Mm. Another club that. Uh, uh, had their eyes on a potential takeover not too long ago, Newcastle United. Um, as, uh, a, very, a, a very, very controversial one with uh, yeah. the Saudi Arabian government. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. As controversial as that uh, would be, it, it's not... Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, they might be kicking themselves over it. I'm not sure. Um, Jay, no change in the, the tapes coming out, it looks like. No, no changes at all. It doesn't seem as though there's been any changes. Uh, uh, Jay in the chat and Jay Arte, um, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, please let me know. Uh, Jay in the chat says, "Thanks, guys, for the live coverage. You're very welcome. Our, and absolutely our pleasure. I hope yeah, you enjoy. It's our pleasure. And, and and thank you for joining us. Really, truly, we greatly do appreciate that. Um, also, as the second half kicks off, I uh, do want to give you guys a gentle reminder, as, of course, we are here on the Shooting the Sports-ish network. Uh, we don't just cover Premier League. Uh, we we cover all sorts of sports. We cover uh, NBA uh, in particular. And, uh, boy, do we have uh, quite the deal for you. Go to podgo, uh, podgo slash co, or podgo.co slash NBA, rather. Po- uh, again, that's podgo.co. Uh, slash NBA. You can get up to 75% off on NBA gear. So if you're not only a Premier League fan, but also a basketball fan, check it out. There's some sweet deals for you there at podgo.co slash NBA. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, second half is kicked off here, Mags. Are you standing by your predictions from earlier in the show? Well, no, because it's gone south, hasn't it? Because I said 2-0. <laughs> So clearly, yeah, I think it's still going to be 2-0, Tanner. I think Liverpool are going to get that many goals struck off. And then they, you know, I think you are probably more accurate with uh, with 2-1. Uh, it looks like your prediction uh, is is bang on the money. Uh, yeah. Whether that 2-1 is, is for Liverpool or whether it's for Man United, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll shoot, we shall soon see. But 
it looks like both teams have come out playing the same kind of game that they went in at the second half, really, end-to-end mm-hmm. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, great ball. I think that was Luke Shaw. And is this Pogba? And it's 2-1. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's Rashford. What a finish Rashford. by Rashford. Really calm. Yep, 2-1 Manchester United. That is... Uh... That's not what you want. That's not what you want coming out after the first half. You don't want that uh, to start your second half off. That's not good. Uh, this may be the last time we watch a Liverpool game, folks. Uh, yep. I think Tanner has had enough Liverpool punishment for one season. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know, man. Maybe as soon as we stop watching Liverpool games, they turn stuff around. We'll see. We're, we're a bad omen for the for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, truly. Alisson almost <laughs> had that as well. He, he got a fingertip to it, but just wasn't able to get enough on it to 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 stop the goal. But again, he was mm-hmm. Man United hitting on the break. Uh, really yep. well played. Uh, good, good uh, long through ball. It was a very, very close Marcus Rashford. As far as uh, being being on sides, Reese Williams just barely kept him on sides, and he Reese Williams made a a very critical error in trying to make that clearance instead of staying with pace and 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 you know staying with the ball. Now, to be fair to the lad, it's the first error he's done all game. So um, true. <laughs> looks like Liverpool are, are really trying hard to get the the draw back. Um, yeah. Jay is uh, in the chat once again. Says, "Go United!" <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that goal, Jay. Uh, um, and Tanner will yeah, secretly man. judge. <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, probably not. I know. I, I know what we do here, Mags. We we are very. Uh, uh, we, we 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 do shows for all fans, right? We, we are we are a podcast of the people, even Chelsea fans, even Chelsea fans, for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> uh, so so Kivas is is a sponsor of uh, this Manchester United Liverpool game. Kivas, Scott, okay. I've never had it. No, can't what, say what, that. What do you think of it? Um. Didn't even notice a scotch. I assumed it was a tequila. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, with that kind of name, it normally would be. Uh, um, a fun bit of trivia for you. Um, I saw, um, I mean, there's there's been a massive spate of, of, of celebrities bringing out their own alcohol line recently. We've got Conor McGregor, The Rock. Mm-hmm. I saw a vodka mm-hmm. called uh, the Moscow Mauler. What... WWE, well, former WWE star, do you think has got the brand Moscow Mauler? Former WWE star. Mm-hmm. We're talking WWE, not like WWF, not, not like WWWF. Like, like we're we're talking about like contemporary, right? Yeah, the the guy is from the WWE era. Okay, Moscow Mauler. Um... Was that was that uh, that that Russian dude from? Um, well worked out years back. Hmm? Well worked out, being Moscow Mauler. How did That's you come nice. up with that? 
who who is that guy who was supposed to take on the Undertaker a few years back, and like they, like it, it didn't really work out for him, and then he like he was kind of like in the mid card. What was yep. his name? You're thinking of the right person. He actually went over to New Japan and did really well in New Japan. Uh, and then uh, I saw a picture of him recently, and he, he looks like a movie star. He actually looks like a, he would be a proper action movie star. Yeah, yeah, and Matt's got it right in the chat. Yeah, Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So even a, a mid-carder like Vladimir Kozlov is having their own alcohol. So next week you will see Radio Tekka's gin for our depression. <laughs> <laughs> Prawn-flavored gin. That's, that's what we give you. Mm, delicious. <laughs> There's something fishy about this gin. We'll have that written on the bottle. It'll be great. Uh <laughs> oh man. Liverpool uh looked really taken aback by that last goal. They're kind of just, you know, keeping the possession but not really um they're not really having much luck finding uh the openings that they were previously. Um and many had a certainly have a spring in the step. They're trying a lot more mm. kind of a, a risky balls and, and and it's coming off from the 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 playing some really nice flowing football. Mm-hmm. They've definitely what's, got uh, wind behind their sails. Well, what's what's led to this change in attitude here? And for any Manchester United fans in the chat, please let me note here too. But Mags, well, I guess what's your take on like what's led to this change in attitude and change of style here for Manchester United? I mean, they were very. Uh, I mean, we we gave them a lot of shtick uh, earlier in the season, and they seem to have made a complete one eighty, and. and and are looking very, um, uh, very, very decent. They've they've made a good account of themselves um, here. Is it just like a good run of form? What's happened here? I think it's it's very much tied into uh, a, a one certain player kind of a raising his game. A player who is vital for for Manchester United and has really kind of. He's, he's been anonymous for uh, long periods of, of not only just this season, but last season as well. But I think uh, Man United's fortunes have, have been linked with Pogba. I think Pogba's kind of returned to form has, has really spurred on uh, uh, the whole team. And, and it shows how vital uh, that one person is for, for a team like Man United, that he mm-hmm. can turn it on and all of a sudden they're, they're beating teams who, who would ordinarily have, have absolutely thrashed them. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think Pogba is the the main difference. The issue would be, is he is he playing because he's uh, he's happy at the club again, or is he playing to to put himself in the shot window for a, a transfer away? Um, mm. That would be the the problem. If if he goes, will Man United revert back to uh, the form that they, they've shown um, uh, in previous games this season? Um, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I've got to say, uh, Pogba's been the 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 difference. Yep. Yeah, I I I, I can't say that you're wrong. I mean, looking at this here, uh, this is a game taking place without Bruno Fernandez uh, as well. That that must not be understated. Um, that that United are leading are leading Liverpool here without Bruno Fernandez's help. Uh, um. 
So that's 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 pretty that's pretty impressive for Manchester United, all, all things considered. Yeah, absolutely, and and you would say that he Bruno would be a, a another player who who would make a big difference. But he was performing when Man United weren't, and he seemed like he was the the only person performing. Uh, but what he didn't do. Uh, he, he didn't inspire the rest of his team to perform. Where it seems like when Pogba plays well, the rest of the team are kind of giving that little bit of a boost. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that's why I go with Pogba more than I would uh, for uh, Bruno. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Firmino looked look like Firmino almost picked the pocket there. Um, but. Did not have enough to, to to convert that goal right there at about the fifty six minute mark. Yeah, and then uh, Wamba Saka just absolutely barrel roll through the back of a Liverpool player and got up mm-hmm. and absolutely nothing happened. It were yeah, I, I thought that looked like a foul to me, but perhaps not. Referee is letting a lot of a lot go here. The the, the ref is. Yeah, he he seems to be. Wow. <laughs> That just shows the the issue that that Liverpool are having now. For uh, Firmino just had a throw in, uh, pretty much level with the Man United eighteen yard box, and he threw it all the way back to the defenders on the the halfway line. But oh, that was really well played by Milner. Uh, nearly got an equaliser then, uh, inches yep. over the bar. Whew. Yep. Would have been a would have been a uh, a well placed goal there, and it would would have definitely been a major boost to Liverpool there. Yeah, great touch on. I, I want to say it's Firmino uh, with a touch, and yeah, just just got underneath the the, the shot, uh, Milner. But it shows that they they're certainly not out of this game yet. And yet um, again, it comes back it? off the replay and. That's the equaliser. The equaliser's there, and it's Salah again. Wow. Let's go. Let's let's get in here, lads. Let's get in here. Let's, Just let's, as the replay finished here on uh, on on the BBC uh, uh, feed, it comes back and great play at the the edge of the box. Really calm by Liverpool, uh, waiting for the opening. Maguire again, uh, looking like he has two left feet. Um, I want to say, I, I was actually Maguire's fault. Uh, Henderson does a short uh, mm-hmm. kickoff, passes it to Maguire. Maguire again clumsy as he normally is. Great little one-two. Um, uh, is that Milner leaves it? Milner leaves the ball to flow to Salah, and yeah, Salah just picks his spot through the legs of Henderson. Great goal, and again, mm-hmm. it, it's it's. A comedy of errors from uh, from Harry Maguire. Wow, mm-hmm. he's yeah, absolutely was that, not he's... paying attention, and Salah just pressed him, made him make a yeah. mistake, and it was that was all she wrote, really. Yeah, great team <laughs> goal is, by Liverpool. This has been such a good game, absolutely mm-hmm. great games. Uh, I, I love uh, flowing attacking football like this. Uh, both teams are, are really, really bringing it. Um, yeah, uh, it's back on Tanner. It's back on. It's we back may on. break, may break the the radio techers hoodoo. Let's bring that FA Cup home. 
boy. Let's bring it home. <laughs> uh, Matt Wills in the chat. He says he has to check out of here. Speak to you soon, Matt. Wow. Matt uh, had to check out of here. Uh, but uh, he says, thanks for the commentary. You've been awesome as always. Stay safe and wear a mask. Indeed. Stay safe out there, Matt. We hope you uh, are doing well. And uh, yes, everybody out there in the chat, wear a mask. Wash your hands. You know, be, be mindful of others out there. It's not. Matt can attest to that more than us because he's actually reco- just recovered from having a, a bout of COVID. Mm hmm. So, you know, we're all of this together. Henderson pulled off a great uh, close range stop. I think it was from Trent. Um, Mm -hmm. Salah, yep. It looks like Trent. Yeah, great stop by by Henderson. And, yeah, Liverpool have really, really got into the game now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really pressing for this win. Short corner taken. Can Liverpool and, get it and back let's in? Look at, the, let's oh. look the lead up. Let's the lead up to that that shot. Thiago just put Donny Van Der Beek in his pocket. Like he just he he made he took three touches and just just waltzed past. Van Der Beek. Oh wow! Did as it got to the point where Salah just uh, absolutely scarred the ball, and I think he went for a cross, but it went off for a goal kick. That was ridiculous. Looks like they're bringing yeah. Mane on. Uh, Manny's been told to warm up, so we'll see. Yeah, poor play there from Salah. He, he's kicking himself over that. Um, that's, that's why they don't play Salah on the left. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> um, here we go. Here comes Manny. Manny is coming on for Vinaldum, it looks like. That's a brave move. Yeah. That's a very brave move. No new information on the uh, the Van Alden contract front, by the way. So if you're no, if you're Liverpool, I, I, I think he's he's holding out for that Barcelona move. Whether it's going to come off, I don't know. But yeah, it'll be hard to replace. But if a player doesn't want to play for the team anymore, it's it's better to to get rid than in be kind of like a a negative influence in in the dressing room, I suppose. Well, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent players for Liverpool all season long. It's going to be very, very difficult for them to replace him. Um, at the same time, though, I think that you could you could replace him with somebody who plays very stylistically uh, similar to him, uh, but also maybe get more more out of it, even a younger player like uh, Renato Sanchez, who we discussed, I think it was last week, actually, Renato yeah. Sanchez, who played previously for Bayern, who currently plays for Lille. I think he'd be a great fit as a replacement for uh, for Genie Van Alden. Yeah, and I mean you could you could even be looked to to maybe gain someone with some more uh, uh, offensive output because as good as Genie uh, Genie has been like uh, in in being solid in midfield is is not his numbers offensively are not world beating. Uh, mm. So maybe you could bring in someone like Isco. I know Isco has been touted around the Ooh. the. Uh, the Premier League, uh, there was talks of Arsenal maybe being interested, but that seems to have cooled off a little bit. Uh, Isco in, in, a, in a, a Liverpool shirt with uh, with Thiago at the side of him, that's a, that's a tasty, tasty lineup. That'd be pretty deadly. That'd be pretty deadly indeed. 
you'd have to wonder who would go uh, slot in there um, to, to shield the defense. I mean, uh, Henderson, obviously, he's a big part of how Liverpool keep things ticking along. But depending on how many center backs Liverpool actually end up getting between now and the start of next season, I mean, uh, you could have Fabinho in front of the back four uh, unless they decide that he's better off as a center back. Who, who knows? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think um, Fabinho has been a class act in, in taking on the centre back role, a position that is not not that well versed in. Uh, but I dare say he would be itching to get back to pushing forward a little bit more and and being uh, more involved in, in controlling the the flow of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, you've definitely got a, a lack for lack replacement there with. Uh, Fabinho and and uh, Vinaldum in terms of defensive output, uh, but uh, looking towards offensive output, you you could definitely uh, do with bringing in uh, someone from midfield. And uh, Renato Sanchez will be a great signing. Uh, he's definitely got the youth and definitely got the big game experience. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's, there's options out there for for Liverpool. It just depends whether they're going to spend in the winter which is looking more and more unlikely, or whether they're just going to uh, keep with this squad and, and, and maybe uh, add to it in the summer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to be looking at is, is, is the summertime. If they are going to buy anything in the in, here in the wintertime, it almost certainly has to be a center back. But the question is, is the ownership willing and able to go ahead and take that big splash of cash? Uh, for, for those who maybe don't know about what FSG does here in the States. They own the Boston Red Sox, and the Boston Red Sox are in need of major renovation as well. So they might be a little bit gun-shy as far as trying to uh, um, you know, splash major cash. Um, baseball uh, is certainly far more expensive as, in terms of player value and purchasing than, uh, th- than football, it seems, but... Um, but also probably way more profitable. Perhaps so. We'll see. Man <laughs> um, have just made a couple of changes. They brought on uh, uh, Fred and Fernandez for Greenwood and uh, Van der Beek. Uh, so it looks like they're going change. to be... Yeah, uh, the Fernandez one, I fully expected it with uh, Liverpool getting the equaliser. They certainly need someone who, to, who can... Uh, up we say that, and it's oh, it was almost three two. Uh, Salah again. Salah's really loving cutting in from uh, from just uh, um, just off offside the the the, the goal and, and and running at diagonals is is finding mm-hmm. a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, with uh, Fernandez, I, I thought I did expect that that uh, that um, uh, swap because. They, they they are going to be looking to to put this game away, uh, and and Fernandez has been their their best player for for the majority of the season, so it absolutely makes sense that he comes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man United have really fell back into that that trap that they were in uh, the last game, where they just couldn't get the ball off Liverpool. Liverpool are just just passing around them willy nilly. It's just. They're having the absolute way with Man United. They've <laughs> definitely got that. They've definitely got that confidence back. Mm. I would like to see a goal from someone else besides Salah, if, if possible. 
if Salah scores, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and pout about it. But uh, <laughs> if uh, if we get somebody else on the team sheet, uh, the score sheet. Yeah, I, I think Mane and Firmino really need a goal. Mm-hmm. Just just for that confidence. Uh, and I think that would push him on to, to uh, better league form. Because, with, like we've said, that's been the issue with Liverpool. The the form of the three strikers all dropping off at the same time has, has really hit Liverpool hard. Absolutely. And then you take out the injury to Jota, who was the star for Liverpool uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, it, it almost makes the the uh, Van Dijk injury uh, a, a less of a story with the way that the, the attack uh, line has dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed to have brought some kind of special spark there that uh, Liverpool was was seeming uh, seemingly missing, and it helped. Wow. He basically raised Man, everybody's game. Mane, Mane has took out two Man United players in two separate tackles. Great play! <laughs> Is he going to get booked? It looks like he's getting booked. He's got to at least get booked for one of them. He's, he's took down Fred. Um, who is the second one? So he's got. I mean, he, he was, he that was the ball. That was Pogba. He took down Pogba there, and then and then Fred. Yeah. So yeah, he. <laughs> the, the Fred one, he actually got the ball, but uh, and just the yeah. follow through caught uh, Fred's ankle. So I don't even think that's not a booking. That weren't no. a booking, but it's been booked. <laughs> no. Wow. If he got booked, it would be for the one with Pogba, and that was even like a, just a physical exchange. It seems. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, he won that ball. I think it's. I think it's the other foot that followed through, caught Fred yeah. on the back of the ankle. Yeah, just stood up. Yeah, or on the front of the ankle. E. Uh, the uh, the boss over at Shooting the Sports Ish, Tony on, on on Twitter. He is uh, Tony on Sports rather. He's a. Uh, <laughs> he, he looks like he's awake and he's uh, he's making NFL uh, predictions here. He wants the Bills versus the Buccaneers is where his money's at for the Super Bowl. I have yep. to disagree, I, Tony. I, I think Packers. I like the Packers. I do too. I'm, I'm a Packers fan actually, so if I'm going Packers Chiefs, I think we're going. Uh, I think we're back to Super Bowl one. Super Bowl one rematch. Packers versus Chiefs. I think that's where the the money is. Well, if you want um, the Buccaneers versus the Bills, then you. Then you just hate the sport, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 Packers are, um, are the team of uh, Diesel over at, uh, Visionaries Global Media, so I've got to be mm-hmm. loyal to my crew and back them. Hey. Uh, and the Bills are the the team of uh, of RJ over at Ringside Rant. So uh, fuck them Bills. Uh, come on, Chiefs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I got. I gotta. I gotta agree with you here, Mags. I, I like the Packers here. I like the Packers a lot. Uh, Liverpool had a, a great run shot at at at, at goal. Uh, Maguire attempted a clearance, and it looks like it just beamed off of uh, Lindelof's head, which was interesting. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, they don't call Maguire slabhead for nothing. He's he's not the most graceful of defenders. He's literally like a brick wall. Oof. Was that Tiago with the shot from uh, just outside the the day at the end of the 
of the end of the uh, area. And yeah, it was uh, quite looping, not, but not far off. Not far off. Oh, no. We've got yeah, less, than, less than 20 minutes to go here. You know, this is a. It's definitely, definitely a bit nervy here, Mags. Definitely a little bit nervy. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't even know if this season we, we, uh, we're doing replays uh, in, in the FA Cup uh, or whether we're going for extra time and uh, penalties <laughs> off, one, off one match. I don't know. But let's hope it doesn't get there because <laughs> Liverpool are just absolutely pressing Man United. Man United are struggling to get it out of the, the, the defence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see here, man. I mean, if we if we have to go into extra time and penalties, Radio Techers will be right here with you. If it, if it does have to go into a second game, then we won't be watching it. Uh. <laughs> we have actually got a, a we'll treat see. for you. We've got a treat for you next week, though. We're uh, we've got uh, the decision. Where will decision. where will Stephen Grudy take his talent? Is he going yes, to go uh, to the, the money of Tottenham or is he going to stay with the the love of Brat and so on? Yeah, next week will mm-hmm. be an interesting watch. But yeah, he'll probably uh, not turn up like he, he done because <laughs> we'll be there making the decision for him as his advocates. Uh, the, yes, the, the Stephen Grudy Derby, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, Brighton uh, next week. Uh, the decision is on where will Steven Grudy land? We will, we will see him next week. He couldn't make today's show. His stomach was a little bit uh, upset. He was a little bit under the weather, uh, but uh, get well soon. We'll be back. Still soon, Steven. Yes, get well soon. We'll we'll see you again sometime very soon. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Steven Grudy Derby. I'm looking forward to that actually. Brighton actually plays it really, really well, and and Spurs is Spurs is a good team. So I'm interested to see where Steven lies on uh, yeah. on this game here. And and it's it's interesting though the Brighton who are, who are really low down the league. Let's let's not call. Uh, well, let's call a spade a spade. They they are struggling down at the bottom of the division, but they play such such nice looking football. Uh, mm. Graham Potter has done uh, a wondrous job there at, at Brighton. Uh, I think they've uh, tied Lamptey down to a, a long term deal, which is great news for for the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just really like watching Brighton play, even if they've been uh, relatively unlucky with some of the results there. Uh, it's, they're just like the little engine that, that could, I suppose. Well, and, and I think that's a big part of why Steven kept his eye on him, uh, on, on, on is, is Grand Potter and how they play. When he when he first told me, hey, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching Brighton, I was kind of like, what? What, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's, not a, it's not a team that you would traditionally find uh, a, 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 an American, a new a newcomer to the Premier League really lashing themselves onto. Um, but for whatever reason, Brighton really struck a chord with Steven. So we'll see. Oh, shot on goal. Deflected. <laughs> I was waiting for your reaction. Salah came so close to converting that. On on another day, Salah, Salah could have had five goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks in really top form, though. So, 
you know, this is a this is a good omen for Liverpool going forward uh, into the Premier League. But can Liverpool win this game? That's the question. Can can Manchester United win this game? That's a, that's also another big question, I guess. <laughs> Will it end a draw? Is a third it, question. <laughs> will it end in a draw? And we'll never talk about this rivalry ever again. That's uh, that's oh. big. Does it give a penalty? Oh, United it looks like United have got a penalty. Wow, that's a poor. I think that's a poor decision. Fred feeding the ball into Cavani. No, to be fair, it is a. It, it does look like a foul. It looks like it's outside the box, though. Yeah, uh, Cavani tried to roll into the box. It's, mm. I've I've not been impressed with Cavani's play acting. He uh, he was mm. horrific for it against Burnley. Um, he yeah, it's not something I like encroaching into the Premier League. Um, Mm-hmm. But it's a, a very, very special time. This, this is as close as you're going to get to uh, to it being on the edge of the box. Um, well, I, and I really don't like that as a foul either. I really don't like that as a foul. I think that uh, I think Cavani definitely is. Uh, all he had to do is shift his weight backwards, and he just fell over. Yeah. So see, it looks uh, like it's a free kick. Not a penalty. You see, which... you see Harry Kane do it a hell of a lot recently. Uh, it's definitely free kick, and uh, Fernandez taking it. Is he going to do his little his little hop? run and skip? <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> I just hate when he does it. He's literally arguing with the referee about the positioning of the ball. The ref keeps moving it back, and he keeps moving it back uh, back a little bit to give him uh, a little bit extra space for, I'm assuming, he's going to try and go up and over the wall. Hey, you know, these are the kind of players that uh, Manchester United bring in on a regular basis. How's it going, Manchester United? And it's a great goal. It's a great free kick. He's He's done exactly what I said he'd do. He's come on to to really kind of uh, uh, add that attacking uh, flair, and it and it's paid off. A great free kick, uh, poor wall defensively by Liverpool. It seems that they were all over the place. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the last Liverpool game we'll ever watch on <laughs> on radio attackers. Yeah, <laughs> great free kick. Yep. Well, well played as well. Yeah, wonderful free kick. It looks like Thiago ducks out of the way of it as well. Oh, that's a... Oh, no, it, it, it just is... Uh, was just not able to get his head on it, but well played. It right out of the, out, out of the way of uh, of Alisson and a great free kick with, what, 15 minutes almost to go? Uh, mm-hmm. well, can we see another Liverpool comeback? This has been end-to-end stuff. And now it's Man United with the tails in the air, and uh, they're pushing to 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 win the ball. Shakiri looks to be coming on for Liverpool. Oh, there's your ball winner! It's a, it's a bit of a roll of the dice for Klopp there. We'll see. He may just be sending him on to straight murder someone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Manchester United. Uh, by by hook or by crook? 
they, they they've pulled this one uh pull this one off it looks like 10 minutes left I mean, in regular time it seems statistically wise it's it's been such a balanced game 49 to 51 percent uh possession mm-hmm. uh shots pretty much level um yeah it's uh it's like one one shot in it um one shot on target in it yeah it's uh been a, a very balanced game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just Liverpool have, have just conceded, and it's a it's a shame because I, I don't think they deserve a loss in this. I think they've played mm-hmm. some really good football. Yeah, Cavani using the dark arts, and then uh, Bruno Fernandez moving the ball away while the ref wasn't looking. I don't know. Twice he did it. Twice the ref put twice. the ball back, back, and he did it again. Yeah, he didn't see it. The ref didn't see it, so I'm not going to complain didn't about ball placement by the referee. I'm just saying, you know, like that's kind of. Uh, Firmino's gone off as well. Arige, big match, Arige. Come on, you did it against Burnley. Went, no, you didn't. But uh, I'm sure you can do it against Man United. Did it against? Took Barcelona? off T.O. Yeah, he certainly did, and he'll live on that for the rest of his career. <laughs> Uh, Tiago's gone off as well. I almost have to wonder with moves like this if Klopp is... Uh, I don't, I don't say that Klopp is conceding here at this point. Uh, he's trying to bring on fresh legs. He's trying to free up Tiago and, and Firmino to uh, you know, be able to play in the Premier League, obviously. But if their back's against the wall, he's going to throw up Throw in as many attackers as he possibly can, <laughs> and and you you you've got to understand the the uh, all the the matches that Liverpool have got coming up. You've got uh, Champions League returning soon. You've got uh, yeah, you've got the, some big games in the Premier League. Uh, maybe the FA Cup is not exactly his uh, his focal point, um, so it, it may actually be. In in some way, kind of glad that they're going out of the FA Cup uh, relatively early because it, it means that they won't have a, a backlog of matches. Mm-hmm. Saying well, that, and then they they, they go and uh, almost almost get a, a real good chance with uh, Ariga. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing too, and and this is going to be upset for 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 Liverpool fans, but they you know Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> Reiterated that that uh, top four is the focus, um, which uh, I mean it's uh, it's obvious, but you know I think for for Liverpool fans that's a little bit disheartening when you've just won the Premier League the season before and then the season before that you won the Champions League. To hear that top four is your focus that uh, uh, has airs of Arsene Wenger all around it. Um, it, it- it, it's all about staying in the Champions League, though, in those Champions League yeah. spots, because yeah. that's that they're the money ties, unfortunately, and uh, football mm. is a business. So uh, I dare say Klopp is still uh, harbors hopes of winning the league, but I think mm. a, a minimum he, he knows that he needs to finish in those Champions League spots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of. Um, I wanted to, to bring up one other bit of news here to the attention of the listener. Um, let me see if I can pull the article back up here. Da, 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 da. Uh, per FIFA and ESPN.com, 
uh, uh, FIFA is saying that any players uh, who participate in a takeaway Super League, they would be banned from the World Cup. That's coming from FIFA. Uh, I, will, I don't often agree with uh, the way FIFA operates, but I do agree with that. Uh, mm. That's a, a it's a very hard line stance, um, but I, I do agree with. It. I think we need to quash this uh, this power struggle of a of a European Super League and and really uh, kind of like separating the the elite away from uh, from uh, the the rest of the the footballing uh, world because I just think yeah. it, it's it's keeping the rich clubs rich and not giving the 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 poorer clubs who, who kind of rely on the big matches against uh, teams like Man United, Liverpool, uh, Juve, um, Bayern, Real Madrid. It's kind of like really taking money out of their pockets. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fully behind FIFA uh, putting the carbosh on the European Super League. Well, and, and, and the question here, too, is like... <laughs> Uh, who who really benefits uh, of a European Super League besides the the actual owners of these clubs? No, the, the players don't benefit. You know, the managers don't benefit out of that. No, nobody really benefits from the added schedule. Um, uh, no, absolutely yeah. not. And and yeah. and when we when we like broke it down in in a, a previous episode of Radio Techers, um the the way it was structured was that the bigger clubs were basically uh, unable to be relegated and they had uh, the the bargaining power which just mm-hmm. didn't make a lot of sense this was a, a league being run by the teams in the league which mm-hmm. It's it's not going to be neutral. It's not going to be. Uh, they're always going to uh, make decisions that look out for themselves. And yeah, it, it, that that just didn't sit right with me. Uh, being a, being a fan of a team that are very unlikely to be in Europe uh, uh, on a regular basis, like like the team likes of Man United and, and Liverpool. It it kind of like it's cutting uh, teams like Burnley off at off at the at, at the kneecaps because. We do rely on the big games against Liverpool and Chelsea and Man United for for revenue, and if we can't have that because they're playing each other week in week out, yeah, it's a a club the size of Burnley would struggle. Mm-hmm. We are getting down to the nuts and bolts of it here, folks. Less than five minutes of play left. Um, you know we. Uh, we're, we're, we're likely going to see Manchester United advance here in the FA Cup off of some magical play here from, from Marcus Rashford, um, who is uh, looks to be headed down the tunnel. Yeah, it's um, just gone off. Mm-hmm. That's, not a, uh, that's not a promising look um, with Marcus Rashford headed down the tunnel and not actually joining the rest of the team on the side. Um, you do have Anthony Martial coming on, on for Marcus Rashford. Which is in form is not a good swap at all because uh, Martial can't couldn't hit a, a a barn with a with a banjo uh, recently, so yeah. Do you do you guys have a lot of banjos on your side of the pond? Yeah, n- not as many barns though. <laughs> we got Harvey Barnes. Yeah, He's we certainly have. He's a he's a very good Barnes, <laughs> and, and even more poignant, we've got Ashley Barnes. 
Yeah, true. True. It's Liverpool aren't giving up this this game though. They they no. they really pushing uh, that little handball. Oh, the ref's not calling it shock, and may not break. <laughs> yeah. Fernandez has been a loud way since fight. he came on. Uh, oh, yep. just a bit over Pogba. United are going to sit in the corner now and, and just basically waste the time away. What a good ball. Mm-hmm. And it's all off the bo- base of the post. Wow, Cavani could have scored then. Uh, Ale- uh, Becker was absolutely nowhere. He was nowhere near that. And if that would have been an inch to... Uh, to the towards the goal, that was that was another goal for the for Man United. Mm-hmm. Is that Lindelof bucket? Getting down to the last couple of minutes now. Um, again, it's it's been end to end all game. The mm-hmm. the second uh, Liverpool have the ball, they they straight back up the the field. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Uh... So, so I, I guess as as time runs out here. Uh, so on the plus side of things for Liverpool, I mean, obviously you've broke your your score drought, which is uh, your goal drought, which is good. But uh, again, we're seeing the continuation of the systematic failings that uh, that that we have from the most part of the season. When you take Fabinho. Uh, and put him at center back when you don't have Van Dyke, when you when you don't have Henderson on the field, you know these the, this, the spare parts that you that you have. I mean, uh, it, it's definitely led uh, to this giant domino effect here on Liverpool's play. Um, the fact that uh, players like Shakiri and Minamino, um, Minamino who hasn't even featured this game, uh, that that they have not uh, challenged or played enough. In, 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 in parts here to uh, to really kind of give Salah, Mane, and Firmino a break. I mean, you're seeing you're seeing the culmination of that here as well. So it's it's very tricky. It's very tricky here um, for for Liverpool. Obviously, Manchester United have been fantastic. Uh, used a little bit of the dark arts, it seems, uh, to, to kind of get the uh, the lead here, but. Um, you know it, that is what it is. Um, Marcus Rashford was fantastic. So was Mason Greenwood. So I mean, well, and, uh, and Pogba, Pogba again has uh, has uh, dominated the midfield. Uh, he's just picked up man of the match, uh, and I can't say it's not deserved. Uh, we've got four minutes extra time, which is um, it's make or break now for Liverpool. Um, yep. But they're still pressing and they're still they're still pushing for for the goal. So you know, it's it's not just over yet. Yeah, that's that's plenty of time for Liverpool to to draw one back. Um, but we'll we'll see. Allison has been very brave, actually, coming out of goal as much as he has this game. Yeah, at least three or four times he's come out and, and cleared the ball or headed the ball. Uh, and, and it shows that that's, that's because Liverpool are pressing so high up the pitch uh, for for a, uh, an equaliser. Well, it, it would have technically been a winner, but for a, for an equaliser now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, take nothing away. Manchester United have been uh, impressive. I mean, I it is what it is. Um, again, and, if it wasn't for I, Cavani. I don't, I don't think Liverpool have been particularly poor as well defensively. Uh, the, the, the first two goals came from uh, brilliant uh, uh, crossfield balls and 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 the the, the striker uh, cutting in from from the wings. It was not mm-hmm. really big uh, Liverpool mistakes that that caused that. It's just really well played football, and obviously the the free kick was uh, was something that maybe didn't need to happen, and that's been the the, the telling uh, goal in 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 the game so far. That's going to be looks like it's going to be the winner, but. I don't think this has been a particularly bad Liverpool performance. There does look to be a free kick on the edge of the box. Pogba picking up a booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Liverpool are going to pull oh, one back. Giddy God, that was close. Salah from the edge of the box uh, with the volley. And it looks like it's hit side netting. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't. It didn't get anywhere near the side netting. It was very well wired. <laughs> Coming into the last minute of uh, of play now, and Mayad taking their sweet time with the goal kick. Mm-hmm. Pogba and uh, Fernandez really corralling the players, telling them to basically waste time. Yeah, I mean, it's a main throw and Klopp ran to pick the ball up to to make sure Man United took the throw as quick as possible, but they didn't. They've still not took it yet. Mm. Well, there we go. Seems to be just about time. Um, looks to one be last charge. One last. Oh, that was nearly a massive mistake for Reese Williams. Uh, it looks like it, it's over. All but the shouting, mm-hmm. and the refs called it. And yeah, it's over. Made out of three. Liverpool two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's certainly the the happier of the of the teams, uh, but I don't think Liverpool will be too bothered because, like I said, it, it, it allows them to uh, to concentrate on the the Premier League and the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Which is where they they need their their concentration on, especially right now. Um, tough. Uh, tough result there for for Liverpool fans. Uh, so it seems like uh, we won't be getting. <laughs> uh, uh, another Liverpool watch along here for for a little while, um, but uh, it's um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it's a uh, it's a it's a bit of a harsh result for for Liverpool. Um, obviously, I the so. I think the Cavani the Cavani foul is going to be what's uh, discussed the most here, uh, as that was the turning point here in the match. But you know, very, very uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, life goes on, and uh, and Manchester United advance in the FA Cup. Um, yeah, 
it's a uh, it, it was a very very fun game to watch and i guess this is the three two that i had predicted uh, on last week's game so so, so there you go uh, from my viewpoint as a neutral that was a, a really entertaining football game uh end-to-end lots of chances uh some well-taken goals um it was everything you can really ask for in in a in a football game. Uh, it's just yep. a, I think Liverpool can feel very aggrieved that they didn't come out of this game with something, especially when mm-hmm. the the way you lost is through uh, the 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 free kick from from uh, Fernandez that wasn't took from the right place, and then also Cavani with his uh, absolute play acting, uh, but. Like, like you said, life goes on. It's not a loss, it's a lesson. But, mm. yep, yeah, uh, but I enjoyed watching it, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll revisit Liverpool again later in the season. But I'm next, sure week, we will. next week, we've got a banger of a game. Uh, it's gonna be top fun. of the table versus bottom of the table, the decision. <laughs> yep, that's gonna be a, a cracker. The, the Stephen Grudy Darby next week here on Radio Techers. Don't miss out. Stephen will be back. He'll be joining us. Brighton versus Spurs. It's decision time, Mags. So, it so is. before we go, let's uh, let, let's let's do a little bit of house cleaning here. Um, first prediction: Where do you think Stephen is going to land? Is he going to is he going to go to Spurs? Or is he going to go to to Brighton? It's it's a hard choice. I mean. Looking at it from a personal point of view, it's hard to not like the way Tottenham play. They're uh, attacking. They're one of the the best teams to watch when uh, when Son and Kane are on form. It's 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 like watching silk. But Brighton have been so impressive. Uh, Potter has done such a good job there, and I really enjoy watching Brighton play, even if they don't particularly get the the results. So it is a tougher. Mm-hmm. For me, I think if you have made a decision at the at the beginning of the season, I think it's 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 not the done thing to to switch halfway through the season. So I would be uh, I I would be thinking that Stephen will possibly stick with Brighton, uh, but it, it, mm. it, there's no wrong answers. I mean, both play really nice football, but I hope he sticks with Brighton. Uh, F and I'll, I'll go ahead and give. Uh... Uh, the the dissenting opinion here. Um, I think that uh, I, I think that if you're if you're an American uh, f- new football fan, I, I I've reiterated this multiple multiple times because this is how ha- this is what happened with me. You watch the whole season. You 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 determine you know uh, who your team is by you know how they are, how they perform, how they look. You know the players. I mean, obviously, Steven has uh, latched on to uh, uh, Tarek Limpty, which, you know, he's a good player. He's a very good player. Um, but um, chances are, you know, if, if Brighton was to ever get relegated, you're, you're, you're going to have a tough time following Brighton still, whereas the chances of Spurs getting relegated are pretty slim. Um, so just for the availability of it, that can and, and, and the the ability to watch a team that plays really good football that has a good manager that has a good infrastructure. I mean, I, I think the smart money's on Spurs. I think the smart money is on Spurs, but it's not up to us here, Mags. It's up to Steven. Steven will be back next week. Yeah, the decision. Steven will be back next week for the Steven Grudy Derby, Brighton versus Spurs. 
be very interesting. Um, Mags, uh, player of the game and goal of the game. I, I think you and I probably will end up agreeing on this. Um, but I, I have Paul Pogba as, as player of the game here. I thought he uh, he was exceptional. Uh, again, whether that's because he actually wants to play for Man United or he wants to get away from Man United, who knows? But he he controlled uh, the 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 game in the midfield for Man United. Even at points mm-hmm. when they didn't particularly have uh, a lot of the possession, he was uh, he was in defence. He was uh, uh, he was in the middle of the attack. He just had a really really good game. This is probably one of the best. Uh, outings I've ever seen Paul Pogba as a Manchester United player. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, goal of the game. Uh, I'm going with uh, Mo Salah's uh, uh, rainbow chip right over Henderson as goal of the game. Uh, was, was not, there was not a better goal here than that. Um, you could probably you could probably make a, a strong case. I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be it could be Greenwood's goal, the Rashford assisted Greenwood. It goal. is Greenwood's goal. That's the one I'm going for, and not because of the goal. I think that it was a a very clinical finish, uh, but that was made by the the forty plus yard crossfield ball from from Rashford, which was inch perfect. Uh, really well weighted, uh, took out all of the defence, and and just left uh, Greenwood to to control and slot it on. Mm-hmm. Good, good picks, good picks. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you for joining us. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to like, uh, hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up right there, hit that thumbs up button, uh, and subscribe to Shooting the Sports Ish. Uh, Mags, where can more people, uh, where can people find more of your content? Rather, okay, well, I am all over social media. Been recently in some uh, Twitter wars, so if you like drama. Come and come and stalk my profile because you'll you'll mm. definitely get it. Um, but yeah, follow me on Twitter at Dej Kirkley down here, uh, and there's links to all the the many uh, podcast uh, and uh, content projects that I'm involved in there. Yeah, Mags is is one of the the most. He's got one of the most diverse rap sheets. Of all the podcasters that you will find, he covers football here over at Radio Techers. He covers uh, UFC and MMA over at Five Rounds Podcast, and then of course, uh, uh, just tons of pro wrestling content. Tons of pro wrestling content. So if that if that's your wheelhouse, uh, definitely check out Mags's content. It's absolutely uh, just ah, it's good stuff. Oh, I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, uh, th- this one here, text gentleman underscore. You can follow me there, or you can also follow uh, Radio Techers um, right up there, right above Mags at Radio Techers, R A D I O T E K K E R S. Uh, we'll leave you with this. Um, if you haven't done so already, again, like, share, and subscribe, Radio Techers. We greatly appreciate it. Subscribe here on Shooting the Sports Ish for all of your sports content, uh, whether you're into. Uh, Premier League, uh, NBA, NFL, you know, we've got you covered. We've, we're covering a lot more. We just added a hockey uh, show, um, so definitely make sure to check that out. 
Um, also, if you're listening to this in podcast form, I know it's uh, it's just a little bit of an ask, but it really helps us, really helps us out. Uh, subscribe to Radio Techers on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening to podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating review if possible. We would greatly appreciate that. That that goes a long way into helping Radio Techers grow. This is our show. Uh, this is also your show. This is just as much your show as it is ours, so we greatly appreciate all the feedback. We appreciate you guys... Uh, uh, chatting in with us here in the chat today and uh yeah liverpool lost but it was a fun game so i i mean what what, what more can you ask let's never watch liverpool again yeah i'm i'm, I'm done with it man i'm done with it <laughs> anyway uh for mags i am of course tanner aka the texas gentleman y'all take care be safe out there know that we love you and uh have yourselves a great rest of your day Bye-bye. Bye. See you later. Yeah.